and welcome back to The, the Mentors. Mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey. And you're listening to our weekly segment called The 5-Minute Pick-Me-Up, where we tell you stories to motivate you for the week to come. And Vadim and I are back together in the same apartment, actually recording today. It's a treat. It's a bit of a treat, especially for Pumpkin, my dog who hasn't seen him in, like, what, three weeks? Three or four weeks? We've been self-isolating for three or four weeks. Uh, just to keep it safe here in New York City, but we've been feeling healthy and wanted to be in person recording this together, and here we are, and it's been kind of cool. So we have a couple of friends in our circle that are serial entrepreneurs like ourselves. They've started companies in the past. They are maybe in between companies now, but they're constantly thinking about new projects, new products to build, and they're going to be starting companies for the rest of their lives. That's something that Vadim and I think we're going to be doing as well. And, you know, we're working on School 16 now, and we check in with these group of people. It's like two or three close people that we've known for the better part of the last decade since we got on this startup journey, ever since we took our jobs at our first startup company. And we check in with these people every once in a while, and they do the same. And part of the reason why you should try to have those types of people in your network is you know, entrepreneurial people, people that have this yearning, burning desire to create something out of nothing, they think about the world a little bit differently. And typically, they are more likely to be enablers. When you talk to them, they find ways to support your idea no matter what and champion your efforts. And those people are really helpful to talk to when there's any issues or what we're going to talk about today, which is feelings of self-doubt. Yeah, exactly. Now, they won't sugarcoat. Usually they're the kind of people that are not going to BS you if they think that you know certain assumptions you have about the business are way off, but they're not going to tell you don't do it. They're going to support you or help you adjust your idea. But that's not what we're going to talk about in this episode. But one of these close friends reached out to us earlier this week uh, with a question, and he wanted to hop on a call to talk about this question, which is, how do you overcome that relentless self-doubt when you're starting a business, in particular in the beginning stages, when you're first getting it off the ground because that's the hardest part and it's the easiest time to give up because you're not yet fully committed. Now, the first thing you should know is that everybody feels self-doubt at some point. The most successful people in the world will feel self-doubt because if you've been successful once or maybe even multiple times but you've been successful in a certain sort of field or area it doesn't guarantee success in the future it's just as hard the next time around and that's why sergey said earlier how do you overcome self doubt because it is something that does have to be overcome for everybody at one point or another yeah and this particular founder actually has gone through some of the top accelerator programs in the country he has raised millions of dollars hired a bunch of people for his previous ventures and he's starting over now with a new venture, and it goes to show that self-doubt doesn't fully go away. It creeps back in. That's okay. You have to acknowledge it like he did, and you have to have a, a tool set for how to deal with it. And we want to give you a little bit of a tool set for that today. And part of the reason why we wanted to talk about it today is because there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are starting companies right now in this climate. And there may be more or new reasons for you to feel self-doubt, for you to feel inherent risk about what you're doing. Should I be doing this? Should I be spending my time on something else? Is maybe another route safer? So because we know there's a lot of people that might be going through that mental exercise, especially right now, we wanted to talk about this episode. So let's just jump right into it, Sergey. What was the first piece of advice that we gave our friend 
when we were talking to them on the phone because it was really easy for us to pull from this <laughs> since we have to deal with this same exact question ourselves. Yeah, I mean, we're in the process of starting School 16, our newest venture. Self-doubt is something that we're constantly dealing with, even live, like as we speak, it comes in and out. But the first thing we told him is that you are going to always have self-doubt until you have your first win, and you have to be looking for that win proactively, and you have to get those wins or seek out those wins consistently. Because if you don't have any positive indication that this should work or any external validation that something should work, then there's just no way that you're going to ever feel good about that venture and regain that self-confidence. So it's okay where you have moments where you doubt yourself, but then you have to find ways to figure out how can I get a win this week that would remind me that you know I actually do have what it takes to start this particular business. And even more importantly, this is the business that I should be pursuing right now. Now, obviously, a business is designed to make money. And the way you make money is if you get customers. So the best win you could possibly have, especially in the earlier days, is focusing on figuring out how you're going to get closer to that milestone of getting a paying customer, somebody that finds enough value in what you have to offer to actually give you money in exchange for that value. Very simple concept, but it's incredibly important to feel validated. And people put that off sometimes for months and sometimes even more where they don't think it's that important. They don't want to talk to customers. They don't want to prove because it's scary to go out and ask somebody to pay you something. So they focus on other things like product and they put it off. But we actually told our friend that he doesn't have to worry about money right now. It sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but in those first few weeks and maybe even first few months of starting a venture, you don't actually have to validate that somebody's going to pay for your product to have that win and to have that self-doubt be removed. You have to at least first validate that what you're creating or offering provides value for somebody. So have someone articulate to you that is not a friend, right, or your parent or your relative that they would see value in it. And even better yet, have them do some action to prove to you that they see value. So the first thing that we did for School 16 is to launch a free course, right? No money exchanged, but we had to get the validations that people would drop their email and actually attend those free courses. That was our first win, our first measure of value. And we did have people come to the classes. We did have people tell us that they found value in those classes and actually indicate so by coming to them. And that was what constituted the win. The next thing that we were thinking about as we were having that conversation with our friend is the importance of, this is kind of a two-parter, but the importance of working on what you care about and working on something you're really good at. Here's why. Especially if it's something that comes naturally to you or something that you've been obsessing for over a long period of time, and especially if it's aligned very closely with the skills that you have already, in other words, what you've already proven to be the medium through which you bring value to the world or the tools through which you bring value to the world, then as you're working on this, you find that that self-doubt gets removed. Again, you're more likely to get that validation that we mentioned a few minutes ago if you're working on something that you really care about and you're working on something where you get to use your skills that have already been refined, something that you're really good at. And so even though you might have periods of self-doubt 
you will be more likely to remember the fact that you should be working on this concept or this business or this idea because you're better at that than most of the population or most of the world. Yeah, and we've also talked in the past about the importance of having partners and advisors that can remind you that you should be confident and should work on this. For me and Vadim, when one of us has doubt, the other one usually lifts us up and reminds us why we're working on it. So that is another tactic you can employ, having those advisors or partners. But there's one more thing that helps remove some of that self-doubt. In a moment when you're thinking, is this really going to work or am I doing the right thing? then it's important to ask yourself and be honest with yourself on whether you've actually tried hard enough. You know, Have you actually done those validation activities? Have you actually tried everything you possibly can to prove whether this thing will work? And sometimes just by asking yourself and being honest with yourself on that one question, that self-doubt goes away when you realize, well, maybe I haven't. And by the way, we don't mean to say the question, have I worked hard enough? There's actually a difference here. Because you may be working a lot of hours. You may be working hard as defined by what you believe is hard work. But are you doing the right things? Have you tried enough of the right things? Like the concepts we've already talked about, talking to customers, making sure that you're getting some validation through signups, recruiting other partners, recruiting people to get involved, advisors, raising money, whatever it is that is necessary for you to actually move the business forward and validate it through third parties. And by the way, other forms of external validation and things that could count as wins and help you get over that feeling of self-doubt is getting somebody to write up some press about you. It's getting a friend or, or maybe even an acquaintance to refer your product to somebody else, right? Having other people talk about you and your business and your product on your behalf. There's many ways to create that moment of external validation that'll help push you forward. So if you are in this situation right now, maybe it's an idea that you just haven't gotten off the ground or you keep coming back to because every time you start working on it, you lose confidence or it's something that you've been working on some time and you just have stalled out. Ask yourself, have I had any wins lately and how can I create those wins for myself? See if you can find people in your network that you can have those kind of check-ins like me and Vadim do with our friends to be able to regain that confidence that hopefully we provided for that friend this week. And If all else fails, ask yourself, have I tried the right things or enough things to actually move the business forward? And if you really have, then maybe it's not self-doubt. Maybe it is something that the market is telling you and you need to change something for that business. That's it for the five-minute pick-me-up for this week. And just as a reminder, if you're a startup entrepreneur and you're looking to learn more about sales and the field of sales, we're going to have a global account executive of NetApp, which is a massive tech company that's been around for decades, uh, who's going to run a free weekly class at School 16 this week at 6 p.m. this Wednesday. You can sign up for that at school16.co. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.